You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. I'm your host, Ty Brown of TyTheDogGuy.com. And this is the show where we help you start or grow your dog-related business to a healthy six-figure per year or more income. Now, today's show is going to be really fun. I'm going to be interviewing someone who I'm actually currently working with, and I'm using their services in my own business for my Facebook advertising. So stay with us. I'm going to be right back with Prakar Gupta. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Yuppie Puppy City Kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50% commission selling our premium pet products. Advocate Gina Brick says the opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, and we're back. And uh, so first off, Prakar, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. So now where do you live? Because where I'm calling you from, it's 8 in the morning, but I know it's like, you know, 8 at night where you are. Where do you live? I am in India right now. I'm in the capital of India. I'm in New Delhi right now. New Delhi. Okay, cool. Yes. Well, that's one of the really cool things about technology is is I'm eating breakfast, you're eating dinner, and we're doing a, a podcast. So I'm excited for Ab- that. Absolutely, yes. So why don't you tell our listeners up front a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and, and what you do right now. So basically, I'm from India. I'm an engineer by qualification and a marketer by profession. I'm 24 years old. I've been doing Facebook advertising professionally for three years now. Uh, I've been working on the internet for 10 years now. I had my first website when I was in the 10th grade. So this is, this is what I do. I, I help business owners, small business owners, big business owners, individuals, solopreneurs, you know, to get started with Facebook advertising and to scale their business. And currently, you're helping me with one of my campaigns, and uh, and we're getting things uh, dialed in and working well. Have you ever worked with any other dog trainers or dog business owners? Not a dog trainer, but yes, I have worked with business related to dogs, primarily related to Facebook pages, companies like BuzzFeed, who do content related to dogs and pet owners. So yeah, not exactly dog trainers, but yeah, I have, I have dealt with the pet industry before. Gotcha. Cool. So like I say, I'm excited because I know a lot of uh, 
a lot of dog trainers, dog walkers, pet business owners, a lot of them realize that there's money to be made on Facebook. But a lot of them start to get into it and realize that it's not necessarily as easy as just throwing up an advertisement. So that's what I want to kind of get out of you today is is a lot of that information. So first off, why Facebook ads? I mean, because there's a million ways to advertise. Why Facebook? Why have you why have you singled in on that? The first reason is that everybody knows that everybody is on Facebook right now. So mm-hmm. you have all kinds of users and I am a pet owner myself. So I'm constantly looking for information on on Google. But if I have somebody, a dog trainer or dog expert, I can you know, ask for information or he's posting content regularly on Facebook. So he could be my go-to guy. So, uh, and Facebook is not limited to a particular kind of users. For example, Snapchat and Instagram is dominated by the younger generation. Pinterest is dominated by women. Mm-hmm. But Facebook has all kinds of users. So it's very easy to target people on Facebook and the kind of targeting options we have on Facebook, I can make an ad which can ta- precisely target your next door neighbor. It can be so, such so precise. Now, and, I wasn't aware of that. So I know you can do by geography, by like a certain town and things like that. But tell us some of the things that a dog trainer or a dog groomer, for example, tell us some of the things that they could target to make sure that they're reaching their best audience. As I said, people, dog owners are constantly looking for information on the internet and they're following a lot of similar dog trainers and dog products or dog stores. So if you're using those kind of interest targeting and your target, you can even target by people who are buying pet products or pet food or pet accessories. You can even target them by those uh, those options. So you can actually reach people who are who care about their pets and they want more information. They want to be a better dog owner. So you can actually precisely target people who are looking for a product. Let me ask you about that because you mentioned, um, and I know this is one thing that we're doing, but you mentioned that you can target people that buy pet products and who buy dog food. How does Facebook know who's buying dog food? Basically, Facebook has its own targeting algorithm, which it takes into consideration by using the kind of pages a person has liked or the kind of conversation he's do, they, they're doing on Facebook. Other than that, they take uh, data from a lot of marketing research companies like Exicom and other data partners that they have. These partners are common with a lot of social networks. So Facebook shares these data partners with Twitter as well and with Pinterest as well. So it aggregates the targeting based on its own algorithm and from its data partners. Okay, yeah, I had heard that and I wasn't sure if that was true. I had heard that you know, Facebook is buying data from from all over the place, not only their own, but but they're buying data from all, you know, from different websites and marketing partners and things like that. So that's interesting. So how does Facebook know that I'm buying dog food? Because I don't buy dog food on Facebook. How do they know that? And so I guess the answer is they're buying that information from somebody else in order to make their advertising experience better, right? Yes, correct. Okay, cool. All right. I want to talk a little bit about the formula that you found to work best. And let me give a little bit of information here because I know that the way that a lot of people, yeah, the way that a lot of people advertise is they put together an advertisement on Google AdWords or Facebook or or anything, you know, for that matter, maybe an advertisement in their local newspaper. And oftentimes what they do is they'll just put the home page, you know, in that advertisement. So when somebody clicks, it goes to the home page. Do you recommend doing that or, or, or what's the best way that you found to actually make money with Facebook advertising? See, the people on Facebook, they are uh, 
mostly people they are either bored at work or they're commuting in a train or they're commuting to work so they have very little attention span they have very little time to look over something so what you have to do is you have to tell them what to do tell them what they have to buy and you have to explain them everything so to do that you have to create a landing page which uh, showcases your product so if you're sending them to a home page they'll get confused so you have to make a landing page which is uh, which explains your product which explains your service which uh, highlights the benefits and the features and has a proper call to action button so yeah. for example like let again because we have a lot of dog trainers who listen to this so let's say that you're a dog trainer and you've got a puppy program that you really want to get people to sign up for what you're saying is you wouldn't send them to the home page you know dogtraining.com you would send them to a page that says hey you're in connecticut and you're looking for a puppy trainer let me tell you about this and this and this and then a call to action at the end is that what you're saying yes even if you're selling a if you're selling a free book or or anything free you have to make it everything about the product if you're sending them to a journal page they'll just click on the back button and return to continue browsing facebook so let me ask you about that what are some free things cuz i think a lot of dog people are starting to understand this that they need to give away something free what are some free things that you've given away in order to entice somebody to get on the page or entice somebody to you know to turn into a lead what what would you recommend for our industry the standard go to freebie is is an ebook if you don't have any particular thing in your mind to give out for free i think just start with an ebook get somebody to write a very good ebook for you uh, fill it up with as much information as you want because right now you need to you need to think about giving your prospective customer something so that they can give you something in return this is actually called the law of reciprocity so you have to give somebody something then only you can expect something from them so if you plan on selling them a product you need to give them something in return which which should be you should start with an ebook first yeah so in fact oftentimes you know um when i'm talking with my clients i call it a micro commitment right because for somebody to click on a page and buy a dog training program that costs $500 that's a big you know that's a big change right and so typically several things have to happen before that you know they have to show some degree of commitment and so what you're saying is if someone is saying okay i want your free ebook or i want your free video or whatever consultation yeah consultation yeah. free test something it, yeah it free consultation that would work really well in our industry but yeah them making a commitment and you're giving them something and you're saying the law of reciprocity means that you know a lot of people are going to be enticed to give something back in return right awesome okay okay tell us about a landing page like what should be on a landing page what shouldn't be on a landing page you should explain what are the benefits of the product for the end user or the customer you should avoid talking about yourself your company how good you are or what you have done you should stick with what benefits the your product or service has which can you know which can help me or me as a consumer I think that is the most important thing that anybody can keep in mind while designing their landing page and have clear instructions don't jump into selling something immediately just explain your service and then slowly slowly just uh, sell them your service don't just start with okay buy this or you know uh, this is my product you need to buy this for this is this this is amount just start slowly explain your services explain your benefits and the features your product your product or service has and then and then it should convert well Yeah, it's kind of like the old uh, you know, there's a story that's often told in marketing that, you know, if you want to get married, you don't meet somebody and say, "Hey, let's get married." You meet somebody and you ask them on a date, 
and then you ask them on another date and then you know as time goes on maybe you get married right same here you know a lot of people go right for marriage right they're just like come to my page and buy my thing rather than giving them something of interest giving them something that they want something of value before that so you've mentioned you know what shouldn't be on a landing page you know things like talking about yourself i know a lot of people try to make a landing page very simple to where there's not even navigation buttons and there's no home page and there's no contact page it's just one page with benefits and then do this you know maybe fill out the form or call or email is that what you recommend or would you recommend having navigation tabs on there yes it actually works because when you don't have any other buttons you're actually having the customer focus on only one one action if you just have plain text and you have only one call to button and there's no back button on any navigation menu it's very clear to the consumer that this is the only way uh, he has to move forward so this can also work this can also work pretty well i think a lot of people that capture leads use this technique to you know increase the conversion rates are there any tools that you would recommend because a lot of people listening to this are probably like well what am i supposed to do if i put a you know a page on my site going to have the navigation tabs it's going to have contact and home and about me how do i create a page that doesn't have that do you have any any ideas for what people can do for that uh you there there are a lot of services available on the internet you can use to you know easily create landing pages some of them are unbounce.com leadpages.net clickfunnels.com i would instapages.com so i would suggest you start with unbounce because they have a pretty good trial period the customer support is great you can even start with clickfunnels they are also good with customer service yeah, i've had bad experiences with leadpages but it's one of the best providers though but yeah if you don't care about customer service then you can go with lead pages so you mentioned leadpages.net clickfunnels.com i have both of those so i'm familiar with those but you mentioned unbounce is that right unbounce.com yeah. yes okay cool i haven't used that one so you like that one for creating landing pages then yeah just uh, before you choose a service just read their blog i mean you can judge the knowledge about their product and service by the kind of information they are putting up on the internet awesome okay all right so i want to take a quick break uh, and then i want to come back i want to find out about retargeting how much we have to spend you know things like this so stay with us folks we're going to get into some more nuts and bolts when we come back sit Day. We'll be right back after a short pause. They wake me up every morning. Their tails are always wagging. They're just running constantly and chasing, you know, shadows and sticks. Their coats are much better. They're very happy dogs. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I have three dogs, golden retrievers. And I make their own food, ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. It takes a few minutes every week. Before the Dynavite, they were overweight. They slept all the time. So now they jump all over me when I'm putting it in their bowls. They're crazy about this food. And their vet said that it's so much healthier for them. Go check out Rescue Dogs. They're just waiting to be loved. Get them started on this Dynavite diet, the health food for animals, and you'll see amazing results. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. All right, we are back, and we're with Prakar Gupta, who is a Facebook lead specialist, Facebook advertising specialist, who, like I say, currently is helping my business. We're, we're doing a campaign where we're getting my book out there. But he also helps tons of other businesses across numerous industries to either make sales or create leads. And so that's what we're trying to determine here. For us as dog trainers, pet sitters, dog walkers, groomers, veterinarians, what's the best way for us to use Facebook? So we've talked about targeting. We've talked about landing pages. I want to get into some more stuff here because one thing that I think a lot of people forget when they're putting together their Facebook campaigns is retargeting. Can you tell us about retargeting? Okay, so retargeting is basically remarketing remarketing to people that either did not convert or if they have converted, you are upselling them. So retargeting is very, very important. I cannot even emphasize the importance of retargeting through words. Generally, as a rule of thumb, around 05 to 2% of your first-time users convert, which is an average for Google AdWords, where people are actually looking for the product or service that you are uh-huh. selling. On Facebook, people aren't looking for what you're selling. So once they visit your website, you need to retarget them because a lot of users won't buy your stuff the first time they visit the website. Even if a landing page is great, they won't buy it. So as a general rule of thumb, you need to, I follow up with a client at least five times. And after five times, if they, if I don't hear a response, then I stop following, following up with them. So these five follow-ups are actually remarketing and retargeting. So once, for example, if you're selling an ebook and you want a person's lead, so he visits your website, he sees your page and he does an option. So what you can do is you can create a campaign, you know, asking them, uh, we've missed you. Won't you mind coming back to our site? Uh, such a great product is waiting for you. It has great information and on these lines. So you, uh, and then if you run a retargeting campaign, you'll see your conversion increase a lot. So you're saying that the benefit is, well, I think a lot of us who have studied any bit of marketing knows that, well, exactly like what you mentioned, that most people don't buy the first time they see something, that most people need to be followed up with five, six, seven times before they really look to buy something. And I think you hit the nail on the head because, yeah, like you said, people aren't coming to Facebook like, all right, where can I go buy dog training? They might go to Google and do that, but they don't come to Facebook to buy dog training or dog grooming. They just happen across it. And maybe they're interested a little bit, maybe they're not. But what you're saying is if they click on it, what happens? There's like some code or something or how does that work? On Facebook, retargeting works. There's a Facebook pixel which uh, this Facebook provides. It's a small uh, snippet of code which you need to inject into your uh, landing page or website. If you're working on WordPress, there are plugins which do that. It's a simple two-minute procedure. So what it does that it takes into account the different kind of actions the user the user is taking. So if you can set it to measure if, if a person is just viewing the content or he's adding the product to your cart or he's actually initiating a checkout or he has actually made a purchase. So for example, uh, a person who has added your product to his cart is very interested. 
to buy a product so you can then retarget that person on facebook asking them to complete their purchase or if there's somebody who has viewed your product but has not added to it his cart then you can target them with a different ad encouraging them to check uh, come back to the website and check out more products and get more information okay so depending upon different actions you can uh, retarget people on facebook just it requires a facebook pixel on your website interesting so like in our case you know if somebody came to your landing page but they didn't enter their information you could keep retargeting them or maybe they entered their information but they didn't take the next step you could retarget them differently something like that yes correct what does retargeting do to like the cost of the the advertisements? Does Facebook take that into account? Do they charge less? Do they charge more? How does it work? On Facebook, retargeting is just like a regular campaign. You pay for clicks or you pay for impressions just like with any other regular Facebook ad campaign. There are services which charge you for retargeting campaigns, but as before about about 6 months or a year back, Facebook did not have this option. but now you can just create a campaign create your custom audience of people that have visited your website or taken specific actions and then you can use it to in a retargeting campaign okay cool so uh, talk to us about how much you can spend how much you should spend how much you need to spend because i know a lot of folks listening are like okay this would be good for my business but you know how can i afford it and things like that what are some typical spending results that you see in like service businesses like ours Best thing about Facebook is actually the amount of money you need to spend. The minimum Facebook says is dollar one per day, so that okay. is the bare minimum. Generally, there is no rule of thumb how much you have to spend. It all depends on how much do you, how the campaign is working out. But I would suggest start with about five dollars per day. See how things are working out for you. Even if you're saying that you're getting a good click through rate, the CPC is good, the cost per click is good, and people are spending time on your landing pages, so you you can guess. the ad is working fine and then you can slowly slowly scale scale by 10% every day and then so if you're seeing happens. results if you're seeing results you recommend adding 10% every day yeah this should be the this should be the minimum amount you should increase it uh, don't increase it by a large margin for example if you're running an ad campaign for $1.5 per day don't increase it to 50 in a day or to 500 in a day start increment slowly for example $5 per day today 6 to $7 per day tomorrow or $10 per day tomorrow it's very very small increments because the more money you give to facebook the more it wants to spend your money <laughs> so you have to be cautious with that yeah I've heard that I've heard that if you increase your spend really quick that your click cost gets really high is that true Yeah it's actually true because for example if I'm giving them a dollar to spend in a day they'll be very wise this they'll start showing the impressions slowly they'll see how people are reacting to the ad if people are reacting fairly good they'll show it to similar audience but they have only dollar one to spend so they'll be very cautious about the kind of people they're showing my ad to If I give them five hundred dollars per day, they'll be testing it out to a lot of audience. Because initially, Facebook is using its algorithm to find out the right people to target the ad to, the kind of people you're looking for who will buy your products. Gotcha. So if you increase it too fast, it doesn't give them enough time to to like figure out your target audience very well, is what you're saying. Yes. So you should always start slow with Facebook and then increase slowly. 
Okay, that's good to know. Now, I know it depends on a lot of different things, but if somebody's trying to figure out, okay, if I'm going to spend $5 a day or $10 a day or, or whatever, if somebody's trying to figure that out, how much do you see people typically paying per click? Generally, for mobile clicks, you should be paying around 10 to 20 cents for clicks in the US, 10 to 30 cents, including the audience network. And on the desktop, you should be paying around 30 cents to a dollar per click. However, you should be more concerned about the kind of conversions you're getting out of a click because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how cheap your click is. Uh, if it's not converting, it's not worth anything. So True. I've seen people get, I'm handling a, I'm handling an account where the client is getting clicks around $2 and $3. We, we got clicks for 10 cents as well. But for the clicks that are costing around $2, we're getting leads for around 2 to $3. And his lead threshold is about $15. He's doing pretty good with that. So just concentrate on the on how if the clicks are converting rather than if you're getting a cheap cost per click. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense to me because, yeah, so often we're concerned about how much the click costs, but it doesn't matter if, you know, if, if the money's not coming back in, if you're not getting return. Now, I want to ask kind of one more question because that brought up a question in my mind because when you are setting up your campaign, you can set it up for, you know, to get likes or to get engagement or to get clicks. Do you typically recommend that people set it up to get clicks? Yes, uh, I would do that unless you have a very, very big budget. There are three ways. There are actually two ways to do a campaign for sending people to your website. One is to set up it, set it up as website conversions. The other is to set it up as clicks to website. So what happens with website conversions is that you are giving Facebook the freedom to spend your money and find out the kind of people they think are apt for converting on the website. So they'll spend $100 to find out. They'll it would need around hundred to two hundred dollars to find out the right kind of people. But with clicks to website, you uh, they'll find out people who click on clicking on your ad. So this this will cost you less. And then with tracking on your uh, website, you can actually see what kind of people are converting. So I would actually prefer doing a clicks to website campaign other, rather than a conversion campaign. It allows you to kind of separate it a little bit better. Yeah, separate a little bit better. It allows to judge the campaign better without spending a lot of money. In concentration to page likes, page like a like is the least valuable entity on Facebook right now. So a click is much more valuable. So what you can do is create a clicks to website campaign and then retarget people through a page likes campaign. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Any other tips that you would give people that are looking to grow their business with Facebook? Just start small. Keep testing. Keep testing. That's the only way. Testing is the only way, on, only way to do things on Facebook. You need to find your... Uh, Find your mojo on Facebook. <laughs> Find your mojo. I like it. Cool. Now, uh, do you have a website that goes to yourself? or Because uh, I know we're going to include your offer down in the show notes, but do you have a website for yourself as well? Uh, I'm currently preparing my website, so I just have a cover page. So if somebody wants to reach me, they can actually reach me through my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash my name, prakargupta.dotnet. Okay, awesome. And like I say, for those listening, we're going to include in the show notes, you know, a link to where you can use his services. And his services are very affordable. Not, I'm not trying to make an advertisement for him right here, but they're affordable. He does a great job. So, so anyways, make sure to go check him out. Thank you, everyone, today for listening. Please come back to PetLifeRadio.com to listen to all my episodes at Six Figure Dog Business. And then, of course, you know, there's a ton of other shows on PetLifeRadio.com, so make sure to listen to those as well. Check me out at TieTheDogGuy.com for any questions you have on upcoming shows. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.